Space, the final frontier. Oh, but is it, my dear boy? Or is it time? Who are you? How did you get on my ship? My dear boy, I am the doctor. I go wherever I please, whenever I please. Oh, you seem to have struck me about the head with a good solid club. That's right, it cost me a fortune in precious stones, but it's paying for itself now. Ouch! Stop it! Take this! Ow, sharp stick! There is no problem that cannot be solved by poking it with a stick, my boy. Please stop calling me that. Oh, just you wait until my granddaughter gets here. Then you'll be sorry. Granddaughter, eh? This is the Sarcastic Voyage Podcast. Episode 166, featuring the Sarcastic Voyage unpaid voice acting players. And now, here are your hosts, Ron, Algar Watt, and Matt Robotham. I bet you hate you too, also, don't you? I do. Because you two and the police have that very similar vibe. Yeah, I fucking hate you two. Really? Although, in you two's case, I also hate it because it's Bono's in you two, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's awful. Yeah, but forget him. All right. Now, what are we talking about? I have no idea. Me neither. See, that's the thing. I don't like the police, but, you know, I'm fine with Sting. Well, yeah, Gordon's all right. Yeah. That was the name of his uh, short-lived sitcom back in the 80s. Gordon's all right? Yeah. Which they actually just turned into Alf. Yeah. They added a Shumway to it, and they made it no, they, fine. They they just changed some, Sumner to Shumway. Yeah. That's the old Sumner-Shumway shuffle. They used to do that all the time on the boardwalks of Broadway. Right. The boardwalks of Broadway. Yeah. The boardwalks of Broadway. They took they took that out and put up some playhouses, but it used to be the boardwalks of Broadway. Yeah, that was the best place to play shuffle puck. Yeah. You'd see a street urchin watching walking down the street. Well that was that was in the golden age of urchins. Yes. You don't see nearly as many urchins anymore. No, they've just turned into bums. Actually Sting fed most of them. It was one of the nice things that he did. He opened yeah. a soup kitchen. Sting fed the urchins, just yes. like it says in the Bible. Right. He he opened a soup kitchen, Gordon Sumner's soup kitchen. Yes, and the Lord said unto Sumner, go out there and, I don't know, give some kids some soup or something. <laughs> go out there and mix it up. <laughs> the Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves. Our story so far, Matt and Algar have, through mishaps of science, been transformed into a lizard man and a horse, respectively. With the help of the dinosaur puncher, they have escaped a strange, passive-aggressive jungle war. We join them now as they are reunited with their sidekick Dottie and a robot with whom she arrived. And now, today's episode, The Ballad of the Singing Cowboy. Dottie, can you tell me why you and that robot are now apparently best pals? Well, cheapers, Mr. Matt. When that scientist guy removed its human brain... They killed him? Oh, no. He put the brain into his new... His... Pneumatic? Thank you. His pneumatic tube machine. He had a way to keep sending those letters back and forth to that dumb old queen. Which meant they could let me go. And it also meant that this robot reverted back to the way it was before they shoved that brain in there. So now he's just... Calculating. A robot again. How was the story with that brain, anyway? <laughs> Horses, Mr. Al. I can never get used to you being... <laughs> well, I can't say I didn't see that one coming. So this big guy's your friend now, huh? He sure is. Tabulating. 
Hold the line, please. He does sound more pleasant than that last one we ran into. <laughs> He's the Mark II, Mr. Horse Al. Nice to have one of those on our side for a change. Okay, so, strategy time. You sure it isn't food time? <laughs> I'll see if I can find you an apple, Mr. Al. Or some oats. <laughs> Dottie, you're lucky I love you like a little sister. It is pretty funny that you want to eat apples and not delicious ins. Nothing. Never mind. Strategy, fellas. The way I see it, we have two priorities. Chase down the colonel and get you two cured. As it happens, I know how to do both those things. Oh, thank goodness. But it's going to involve us splitting up. Great, so I'll just get on Al's back and... Like fun you will, bub. I'm the pilot here. I believe the colonel found the MUCUS base on the far side of the jungle. I suspect he hopped a teleport tube there to who knows where, but we can probably find out. Dottie, honey, please stop pulling my tail. Sorry, Mr. Horse Al. As for a de-lizarding machine... And a de-horsing machine as well, right? A de-everything machine, actually. <sighs> Tabulation complete. <laughs> okay, that was pretty funny. <laughs> so, where's this machine? Underground, in a highly advanced city guarded by an ancient civilization. Now that sounds like an adventure. Yeah, it does. So, Dottie, you and Matt will take my hot air balloon. Seems like something Matt can operate even with his stupid lizard hands. Hey! Hey, where? <laughs> and since we'll be staying in the jungle, I'll take Al looking for the colonel. Why do you need to stay in the jungle so badly? I have six more dinosaurs to punch and my book is full of stamps. I hate having unfinished business. These dinosaurs, they don't eat horses, do they? Some of them probably don't. So where are we going? Take this map. Matt's senses are probably getting more lizard-like as time goes on, so I'm going to have to trust you to follow the map and meet our agent at these coordinates. Can do, Miss Dinosaur Puncher. Who is this agent? His name is the Singing Cowboy. Horses? Why do they call him that? Well... Well, I pledge my life to fighting little man from Mars Now I'm cleaning tumbleweeds Out from my guitar Are you the singing cowboy? She wasn't kidding about your senses, Mr. Matt. Lizards don't have very good singing cowboy detection powers. Lizards, eh? I was once a man! He was... Right, what he said. This is Mr. Matt. Agent of M-U-C-U-S. We really do need to get a better acronym. What's your name, little lady? I'm Dottie, and this is my robot. Tabulating. Ma'am? Robot? I reckon y'all won't help getting your friend here back to normal. Two friends, actually. My friend Mr. Al is on a different adventure, and he got turned into a... a horse. Horses. <laughs> Horses! Uh, Y'all will be wanting my help to enter the underground city of Subteropolis, which, as it happens, is right here below my wreck. Jeepers. That's a funny place to put an ancient city. Well, that's what I think, too. But the evil queen, she ain't quite laughing about it as much as we are. Oh, good. Another evil queen. I can't actually go down there myself, but I'll give y'all directions. 
And if you get into any trouble, you just haul tail. Uh, hey. Sorry. Uh, you just hightail it. Oh, uh, come on, man. Uh, all right. You just run real fast back to my ranch, and I'll do everything I can to help you. Why can't you go down there? Uh, well, uh, me and that queen, uh, we kind of used to date. Things between us is a uh, little weird now, if you know what I mean. <laughs> a singing cowboy is sending a lizard man, an 11-year-old girl, and a robot into an underground city below his ranch. And that's the weird part. I reckon. Uh, now, y'all listen carefully. Here's the directions you'll need to follow to get there. All right, now. Well, you swing your partner left, but you actually take a right. Turn 45 degrees at the stalagmite. Might not tight now if you need more information about these pointy rock formations. Just consult cut six on my prior compilation. Tune in again for our next exciting installment, The Radium Furnaces of Subterropolis, only on the Sarcastic Voyage podcast. Sarcastic Voyage has embarked on a modest undertaking to chronicle the entirety of human history in sketch form. Join us as we uncover the mysteries of the past in our ongoing feature, which we call History. It's not as good as it used to be. China. Singular source of tea for the entire British Empire in the 19th century. Realizing the laws of supply and demand were in their favor, the Chinese drove the price of tea up considerably for their British trading partners, which then forced the British to start one of history's more unconventional wars. Psst. Dealer. Hey. Yeah, you there. You got me. You know. Ah, Mr. Withrow Manley. It has been too long. No names. Have you got it? Oh, yes, yes. yes. Oh, tea? Quiet. You never know who's listening. Walls have ears, you know. We have a great wall, but I don't think it has ears. Yeah, wonderful. You lot build one wall and never shut up about it. And somehow it's great. I feel the same way about Britain. Yes, yes, yes. Very droll. So you're out of tea then? Oh, depends. Do you have the silver? Oh, I got something much better than silver. Gold? Even better than gold. Platinum? Look, as much as I'd love to stand here on a Chinese dock and play the element game with you... I was going to get Spismuth next. <laughs> what do you say we just skip it and I'll tell you it's opium? Opium? You know, the big O. O.P. Midnight oil. Milk of the poppy. Obladee, obladar. Are you having some sort of stroke? It's a drug. You're on drugs? Opium is a drug. Come on, I thought the Indians were difficult to deal with. But then without them, I wouldn't have the opium. So you're going to pay for this medicinal beverage with a powerful narcotic? You guys don't fool around, do you? What makes you think I even want it? Ah, that's the best part. See that ship off the coast? We're at the docks. I see lots of ships off the coast. The one with the bloody British flags. Oh, that ship. Its cannons are being targeted at the mainland. Here. Oh, really? Don't fool around. With those ships, you could just take the tea. Now, really, what do you take us for? That just wouldn't be cricket. 
Well, there's one thing to be grateful for. There's got to be a word for this. You mean irony? I thought we weren't playing the element game. I think I left some boxes in my attic. I think I left some flowers in my attic. I need those flowers to make a bread. Is that some kind of sulfurism? I can't drink soup, it's too solid. Why did you bring me to this opera? I was hoping there would be a chair under my car. We left our car in the camper. This isn't Frostbite Falls. What falls is it then? Down. Everything falls down. Like this apple. Just call me Sreizek Newton. I thought your name was Sandra, the Figgy Newton. They called me that in Volver City Stash. Is that what peas are corn? It's not a maze, it's a junior jumbo. The jumbles next door had a babies? Good to them. I thought you said this were a rocker. This orchestra smells like it sounds. I smell what you're cooking. Are you from Iraq? I think it's Iran, because I did it so far away. Couldn't get away. No, you tied me to a string. I was testing my theory. I don't test well. No, see, Sting by himself is not nearly as repetitive as Sting from the police, which means no. you could assume that it was either um, uh, that other guy or the third guy. Right. From the police. I don't remember any of the a- The actual police of the police. Right. Because you can't call... It, there, there's labeling laws in the United States. You can't yeah. call yourself the police without actually having some police in your group. Yeah, exactly. And then you have to fuck them. I believe one of them was Columbo. That could be. It's Sting... Columbo, and then Rockford Files. Yes. That he was... wasn't actually in the police, but, you know, he had enough experience. No, wasn't he retired police? No, he was a retired criminal. Really? Well, actually, he had gone to jail for a crime he didn't commit. How do you... How do you know so much about shows that were boring? I really like the Rockford Files. And I listen, don't see what the problem here I'm not is. Sure, I, I'm not saying the show is not enjoyable. I'm saying when I was eight, that show was boring. I'm sure it was when I was eight, too, if it was on. Yeah. No, there were all those grown-up shows when I was a kid that was like, oh, this isn't cartoons. Why is Spencer versus Spencer on? Or, you know, Matlock for Hire or like... Spencer versus Spencer, Matlock for Hire, no, the Rockford I was, team. What was what was the one? It was um, uh, not Kramer The one was versus, a movie by Jet Li. Yes. Kramer versus Kramer was a different thing. I'm thinking of... That uh, movie was about divorce. Simon and Simon. Oh, yeah, Simon and Simon. No, it was somebody versus somebody. Uh, I don't remember. There was Kate and Allie. Heart to heart. Heart to heart. Um, Sting. Uh, Sting Sting and Alf. That's what it was. X versus Sever. Yes. <laughs> X versus Sever. <laughs> which, is never, which is never a reference that goes, uh, that goes wrong. <laughs> Everyone remembers X versus Sever, that popular movie. I have movie. no idea why. What the fuck was that movie? It's top of the hour, bottom of the ninth, and all the sheep are in bed or listening to the show. I don't know what people get up to when I'm not around. Time for Unfathomable Enigmas of the Unexplained with your host, Dr. Aaron Fawcett. Me. 
Tonight's show is brought to you by Winchester Tires. Winchester Tires. Avante Dominum Nostrum Tenebris in Inuvantis. Let's get right to the first call. Jeremiah from South Africa. You're on the air with Aaron. Aaron, I've got a bit of a skin condition. Well, tell me about your skin condition. Well, I don't have any, Aaron. I'm a skeleton of some description. A witch of the East-West uh, stole my skin and traded it for a rack of lamb, which I am cursed never to eat. Ah, the oldest trick in the book. Jerry, can I call you Jerry, Jerry? You may not. Jerry, me, I want you to get to your nearest lung and apocryphy store and get yourself some new skin. You ask them to weave it to you from a fine knit, uh, and if you can mention my name, you can get yourself a really nice discount. Thanks, Aaron. You saved me from the bitter cold. We only want to help here on Unfathomable Whatevers. Next caller, you're on the air. Serrano? DC Phyllis from Author Baking Science? Me hugging a problem with our talking gold? Is this another witch curse, Philic? We've had a lot of those going around lately. See what the weird look? Even worse, which is not racist, by the way, thanks for asking. Philic, I need you to get yourself to a nunnery and pray to the Lord Jesus to save your naked soul. Incidentally, it turns out I'm a devout Christian. Surprising, no? Thanks, Aaron. Line square rooted negative one, you're probably on the air. Hi, Aaron. Less time laster, first time firster. Always nice to hear from our boys in gray. I only recently discovered that foil is made of aluminum now and not tin. Right, right. The old ALSN switcheroo, as we call it in the biz. What's your question? Do I need to change my hat? No, but you do need to change your bat. Corking is highly discouraged about the express written permission of the commissar. That's a sports reference. Safe journeys, everyone. What a lovely human being. Grid A14, what's your triangle? Aaron, this is Aerong, your evil twin from the reverse universe. Where I'm from, up is down, black is white, the trees are full of dogs, and I just took my bee for a walk. That's incredible. And by incredible, I mean perfectly credible. Well spotted, Aaron. Soon my planet of reversibles will break through the tear forming over the local youth hockey rink, and we will spring forth onto your soft virgin soil. So much better than our hard slut dirt. If everything's reversed there, shouldn't you be dead? You're right. Goodbye. People, you're making me regret removing the ban I put on alternate universes. Next caller. Aaron, this is an alternate universe, and I find your anti-alternate universe agenda incredibly racist. Well, I happen to know that the Nazis won World War II in you, alternate universe, so I find you racist and overused in fiction. Why don't you call back when you, ha when you heavily feature a war with Napoleon again? Foss it out. Now, you in the corner, you in the spotlight, you go ahead. Hello, Aaron, I'm a blanket. How much can I put you down for? Comfortable. I was hunted by a whisper ghoul, and I think they put a curse on me. You think he put a purse on you? Yes, I'm full of coins. Let me ask you this, can you open yourself and remove a tampon? No. Well, then you're probably not a purse. You might be a backpack. I know what I am. Somebody put a curse on me. You're a blanket made of purses. Well, I hope that clears things up. All right, next we have Harris from Duchess Droon. Go for Aaron. bit my daughter. Now she spends each full moon turning into outdated electronics. What am I to do? The missus wants me to sell her to a pawn shop, but I have regrets. It's a good thing you called, Harris. As it happens, I know plenty of people looking for radios that used to be little girls to put on their shelves. I'm going to hang up now, though, because this conversation is getting weird and creepy. We'll be right back after this word from Winchester Tires.
And we're back. For those of you just tuning in, I'm here in the studio with Aarong, my alternate universe doppelganger. Thanks, Aaron. It's a pleasure to be here. Jasper from one of the Dakotas, you're doing something. Aaron, I'm Jasper. Good. Next caller. Aaron, this is Tupple. I'm sick of everyone always mistaking me for the boy with the flute. What is the where is the how can I who did this to me? Tupple, this is a question we've all wrestled with, but I'm afraid we're out of time. No! We actually have lots of time. Didn't you just go on the air ten minutes ago? Yes, but I didn't like the smell of that guy. Hello, Aaron. Aaron. This is Helena from the Dramatization. Oh, I saw her. She got rave reviews. You seem to be turning into Paul Lind, Muffin. I'm selling tickets to the Yule Ball. Well, all I have is this can of beans. And all I have is this absence of a can of beans. You're in luck. That's the exact admission price to the Yule Ball. Do they have Yule in your universe, Aaron? They do, but we call it maze. Caller 8-6 from San Fran Diego. Go for Aaron. Did you say go forever? He did now. Oh, don't tell him that. This guy calls me all the time. Parcheesy Gene, Gene here. I just called to tell you about the dangers of high fructose corn syrup and the benefits of higher sucrose lima bean syrup. Oh, we have a guy like this in my universe. Calls himself Boggle Jeff. Oh, Boggle Jeff. I know him. Says he called into that alternate station with the phrase that pays and won himself an ostrich egg. I was going to eat that ostrich egg. What was the phrase that pays? I'm, I'm very, very cold, cold and, and I, I need insurance. insurance. Gene, go away. Your absence made my heart grow fonder. And this abscess made my heart grow infected. Goodbye. Palta from Dutchel's Droon, you go. I have an alien in my toilet. Well, what you need to do is... Oh, it, it's gone. Well, ain't me surprised. Aaron, what are you doing? I'm trying to put the sonar barcodes back into your money. Oh, glorious multiverse that has us in it. Line 42-40, your flight. Let's go. Aaron, I need your help. This is urgent. Okay, go ahead, urgent, from uh, Dakota. I think I can hear a fairy in my glasses. You have a fairy in your glasses. No, I think I can hear one. Well, that makes more sense. Okay, what's it looking at you? I can hear it, Aaron. Aaron, I can hear it. I can't see it. Okay, what's it seeing at you? It's, it's hearing. It's hearing with your ears. Okay, what's it doing at you? Aaron, it's hearing. Do you have a can of beans? I don't. I tied a string to it. That's how I can hear it. All right, what's it hearing at you? It's hearing tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. Well, that's as good a place as I need to stop for the evening. We've hoped you've enjoyed listening to the show tonight. Tune in tomorrow for less of whatever this was, because I won't be trying so hard. Coming up next after this commercial break, nobody's favorite morning time, Zoo Drive, Cooter, and the Bear. You're listening to SBFM 97.7. All hit 98. Home of Cooter and the Bear's Morning Zoo. 97.7, all hit 98 SVFM. You're listening to Cooter and the Bear. It's 6.42 in the a.m. That's 42 minutes after 6 o'clock, only 18 minutes until 7 a.m. Coming up, we've got AccuNews, Speed Traffic, Sportswatch 3000, and Weather on the 8 tenths of a minute. Request lines are always open, and if you request one of the 20 songs currently in a rotation, we'll play it within two hours, guaranteed. In just a few minutes, we've got an exclusive interview with rap legend Ray P. Thanks for being here on Cooter and the Bears Morning Showgram on 97.7 All Hit 98 SVFM. Yo, my pleasure. It's 6.44, 44 minutes after the hour. We'll be right back. 702, two minutes past the hour. We're talking to Ray P. So what was it like being at the forefront of a hip-hop revolution? Oh, well, you know, when it's all going down. Fantastic. Here's Key Dollar Sign Huh on 97.7 All Hit 98 SVFM. Wake up in the morning. It's 97.7, all hit 98, SVFM, 718, 18 minutes past the hour. You're listening to Cooter and the Bears Morning Zoo. I'm Cooter. And I'm the Bear. Are we call it the Morning Zoo now? 
I thought it was the morning show. Format change. We're talking to Ray P. How you enjoying our city? It's like I was saying. You know what I'm saying? My homies and I, we went First, to- we found out that one of 6.7, the Fizz, has sent their party hummer to the McBurgerties in East Westport. So we're sending the 97.7 all-hit 98 SVFM jamming rickshaw to hand out bumper stickers and beer koozies. They are gonna flip their lids. Hey, you haven't been on the Fizz, have you? Yo, I don't know, man. I've been on lots of stations. They're our arch nemesis station. Ain't you owned by the same company, yo? Yeah, but they're a bunch of jerks over there. Speaking of jerks, let's get Turd in here and shoot paintballs at his nuts. Hey, yo, what the hell, man? You're on Cooter and the Bear in the Morning, 97.7, all hit 98 SVFM. It's 7.20 a.m. That's 20 minutes after 7 o'clock, 10 minutes until the bottom of the hour, and only 40 minutes until 8. It's 62 degrees and sunny outside. Chance of thunderstorms later today, and traffic is all backed up on Route 17, so plan some extra travel time. Yo. What is the bottom of the hour, yo? Y'all even know? Not really. We just read what this screen says. So you're basically just robots then. Robots programmed to enter. That's right. Ladies, gentlemen, the SVN TV network has struggled near the bottom of the pack for too long. But this year, I'm confident that we can claw our way back to the top. Our flagship series this fall... Sexy Alice takes a more mature approach to Alice in Wonderland, which is an approach that we feel... Uh, Mr. Harrison, sir, sorry to interrupt, but KTO is doing their upfronts right now, and, well, have a look, sir. If you think you know Wonderland, you don't know Alice. I'm ready for you, Mr. Hatter. Ooh! Ugh, turn it off. How did they get this? This was our idea. Our highly original idea. Nobody has ever thought of making a sexy version of Alice in Wonderland before us. Okay, well, you ladies and gentlemen are going to go back to the drawing board and you're going to help me come up with the most adult reimagining of a thing that isn't particularly suited for an adult reimagining as you can think of. Right. Right. Being composed of five different sets of organs means five times the passion. Its fire cannot be contained by mere neck bolts, because this fire Ah. is good. Fire good. Sundays this fall. Villainy reigns, but passions run high. Kiss me, beast man! Because you can't spell Snake Mountain without S and M. Boys like Peter aren't afraid of wolves. Ugh, this is exhausting. It's like some kind of sexy TV cold war. Sir, I've got it. I know how we can win this. I'm listening. Let's take this in completely the opposite direction. How do you mean? Paul's mom is his best friend in the whole world. This summer on SVN Kids, it's taboo. Fun for the entire family. We'd like to thank the memory of Gene Wilder and that turtle. Ah, uh, yes. For their uh, contributions help. to this show. Yes, as well as the Chubb Group, the Torg Group, the um, Cutches United. Cutches United. Uh, we we hope all the best for their World Cup uh, appearance in yep. the Cutch Finals. The new Gandersons. 
Is it the new Gandersons? I can't remember when they reunited. Yeah, because the old Gandersons exploded, if you'll recall. No, I do. But when they reunited, I couldn't tell if they called themselves the new Gandersons or just the Gandersons classic. No, no, it was Gand. It was originally Gandersons present the new Gandersons because right. they had that licensing thing with the original Gandersons. Sure. But they lost that, huh? Yeah, then they lost that. Then they were the new Gandersons. And ah. then when they inevitably explode next week, they'll become the new new Gandersons. Or possibly if they resurrect the guys from the original Gandersons, they'd be called the old new original Gandersons. I wish they would just call themselves the exploding Gandersons like I told them to. I mean, that would be the easiest, right? And then when they explode, people will expect it. But no. Yeah, it's part of the gimmick. Yeah. But no, they say that people, you know, they want to keep it surprising, which is ridiculous when you've exploded 87 fucking times. Yeah, you, then you just, you, you become, your typecast, you're the exploding guys. You yes. might as well just own it. Yeah, come on, man. It's like that Guns N' Roses album, Own Your Explosions. Yeah. All right, Matt, it is time, typically this would be a time to read a letter. We have no letters. So it is instead time to put you on the spot with another one of your delightful Matt facts. I thought I just I thought I just gave you one with the new Gandersons. No, that was real. Oh, Come man. on, man. You gotta you gotta separate reality from Matt facts, which you is gotta, also reality. You gotta keep them separated. You gotta keep them separated. Way hey hey, say no more. Say no more. No, you must say more. You must tell me about the state of Mississippi. Okay, so Mississippi was originally founded in 1885 by albertson mississippi he was known for his work in the church and also for that time he brought that guy back to life using ancient witchcraft and a box of tarts the tarts themselves were sent over by the queen of england who makes them regularly of course as is tradition obviously they contain a resurrection fuel known as reso salt which is a type of salt used specifically for bringing people back from the dead when it arrived in new mississippi it was used as a laxative to resurrect boxes of hats excellent excellent work always always appreciate the mad facts well thank you now here are some al facts which are just facts <laughs> which are just things that happen yes or things you can do like contact the show at sarcasticvoyage at gmail.com or go to our website sarcasticvoyage.com also you can still join our fan club it is five dollars to get a decoder ring and a numbered badge or now we have the deluxe pack for 15 bucks which has a ray gun. Ooh. Who doesn't like ray guns, Matt? Donald Raygun. Does he resent them? Yes, of course he does. Why wouldn't he? Well, I don't know. He's he's heir to the ray gun fortune. You the, would think the, he the would be... ray gun fortune. Yes. Which is uh which is a book that I wrote, but unfortunately it had to share uh, shelf space with those the, the, the mystery solving cats and the lady who knows what, what things start with which letters and uh, it didn't do so well. I fucking hate mystery solving cats. Do you do you hate mystery solving cats more, or do you hate the lady who knows her letters more? Ooh, that's a toughie. What I really hate is the cat that knows the letters. Is but it, it only knows letters from the cat alphabet? What, what? Give me some letters from the cat alphabet. Well, let's see. For one, would be oh, say you know, uh, bowl of cream is for bowl of Kramerson. I see where this is going. And, of course, to join the Mystery Science Theater 3000 fan club, send a whatever to wherever. Hopkins, Minnesota, Matt. Hopkins, Minnesota. Right. All right. So with that, uh, Matt, as ever, uh, we need to tell the people the journeys, the type that, the, that we need them to have. We need to specify what kind of journeys they should be having, and those kind of journeys are... Safe ones. Safe journeys. Safe journeys. 
This episode of the Sarcastic Voyage podcast starred Ron Algar-Watt and Matt Robotham with Vishal Baradwaj, Mark Bosco, Jason Ellis, Dave Fields, Kimberly Lajeunesse, Joseph Ravenson, Amanda Smith, Sabrina Snyder, and Jason Wallace. It was written by Ron Algar-Watt with Gav Brown, Kimberly Lajeunesse, Kevin Lynch, Matt Robotham, Amanda Smith, and Jason Wallace. It was produced by Algar Productions, copyright 2013. Welcome back to the Multiverse's favorite game show, Match Game Infinity. Aaron, which celebrity would you like to try to match with? Uh, I'll go with Charles Nelson Riley. Oh, don't get my hopes up, honey. <laughs> and Aarong, how about you? I'll take Paul Lind. Not too strongly, sugar. I'm not as young as I used to be. 